Welcome to Courageous Conviction. Remember that Jeff and I record each Saturday five episodes. So please hit the like button, subscribe so you catch all five episodes. We usually start out with one theme or topic. We have to go down a lot of rabbit holes to really understand it. Some things are more sensitive than others right now, what's going on in the world. So hit the, hit the like button, subscribe, and let's jump in to this video. Your, 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 your comments there on, on this as we wrap up. Well, I think being able to have bring back dialogue in church, to be able to talk politics, to be able to talk because people are afraid of politics. You know, I'm afraid of it at work. Now, because now remember something. We're asked not to get party politics, though, right? I mean, we're not, right. we're not, we shouldn't talk about Democrats, Republicans, but we, we should be talking no. about type of politics that, that, that promote free agency and those that take away from free agency. Right. right. And, and in all honesty, I, you know, you know, I, I, I would like to say that I'm conservative leaning certainly not, you know, uh, too liberal, but I have my liberal friends that I think that have focused on being close to Christ. And I think we need to be able to have an open door policy, you know, and, and, and that just means that we should be able to talk freely. Um, and without contention, um, and 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 we're missing that right now. We can't talk about politics. We can't talk about, you know, and and yeah, it has to be a party. You know, I I get just as annoyed from, you know, the Republican Party sometimes because people are so adamant about certain things um, that they're not able to see the whole picture. And the same thing obviously is going to be on the liberal side. I think it's certainly more weighted on. On the liberal side, is not being able to be, you know, allow for speech or allow for any kind of politics. You know, there's only one way. It seems to be more, you know, one way or the highway kind of mentality. But you know, even those judgments, and that's hard to get dialogue in, Jeff. When it, you got a one way, it mentality. is. There's no. There's it's very. There's no so, ground really to, so, to meet on. So then we fight against that. You know, in a way that, you know, the Christ. That's going to be yeah right. Yeah. I agree hundred percent. Hey, you know, this is a bad one, bad example. I got a good one. This is a, you know, you can go down to Mexico and do these tours and they, they give these knives, right. Yeah. They're, just, they're kind of, kind of supposed to mimic kind of what the knives were looked like anciently. Right. And so, so the type of stone and so forth that's used, but my, my, my point I want to make on this is, you know, the Nephites, and it's something interesting for all my studies, and this is one thing that we're going to start doing again this winter is Book of Mormon tours down in Mesoamerica, right? And we're going to do some in Peru, uh, mostly northern Peru, uh, in Quelap, in that area, that Chachapoya, where you have the, you have the blonde-haired, blue-eyed uh, natives, right? And so there's a whole history of them there. Just And, and, and the women were so beautiful that the Inca just... Well, they went crazy, wanted their, their women as wives because they were just so different. They weren't brown-skinned. They were, they were light-skinned as talks about in the Book of Mormon, right? Mm -hmm. and, and so then you can, you know, it, it, I'm not going to get into the, to the where are the lands that the primary chapters of Book of Mormon that we have today took place, right? That, that's, that's a whole different argument. I, I really have a strong basis. And I used to be somebody who thought differently than I did after 25 years of research and going to, you know, I, around 300 different ruins and, and many that people never heard of in their life. Um, but one thing I learned was I, I was in Bonampak. Bonampak is down in Southern Chiapas. And I kind of want to just kind of throw this out as a conclusion. And you can leave your comments on this and we'll conclude our, this podcast. But I was in Bonampak and, 
you know, there was a lot of controversy. I, I took I, one time I went down and I actually hired these. I went down to by myself to Guatemala, took this bus, had no idea how dangerous what I, that I, the bus that I got on. Right. I just took a bus because I did this all the time. Right. I did this with my boys. I'm by myself this trip, got my backpack on and I take this bus from Guatemala City and I go around. I'm going down all the way around. I'm trying to come around up into the up into the corridor where, where, where we're going to touch Mexico and Belize, right? So the Chiapas, Mexico, you got the Usa Mesinta River, which many consider that to be the River Sidon, right? Mm-hmm. And and so I did, I did a lot of studies in this area. I just felt this area was was a was had a lot of history to it. Taking from what Joseph's also had talked about in Times and Seasons, that Palenque was part of Zarahemla, right? Not mm-hmm. the ruins we see today, but was under those ruins. And so I, I started my studies in North America and I went all the way down the tips of Patagonia, as you know. This point is where I want to come to. In Bonham Pack, when I went into the Elementador first, that was where that was where Mel Gibson filmed uh, what's the the movie that was really controversial, Apocalypse, uh-huh. right? Right. Yeah. Um, that was where they filmed that at. And okay. but you can't you only get in there is by helicopter or a three day hike. Right. I did a seven day journey where we brought in mules and I brought in guides and I wanted to see more than just what people went in there to see. I wanted to see more than El Menador. I wanted to see more. And it was really interesting what I got to see. There's a whole bunch of stories and rabbit holes we can go down there too. But one thing I did understand from that movie, there's a lot of controversy saying that's not how it took place. All you got to do is go down to Bonham Pack, which is in Southern Chiapas. Now, now to give a little bit of, of geography here for our listeners, the El Menador is in the Northern Guatemala jungle where it borders where borders borders uh, Mexico and Belize, right? Mm-hmm. It's in that section, right? It's called the Pitin Basin, right? Um, and and just as a side note, Nat Geo, that National Geographic, I think it was 2018, 2019, uh, aired a discovery when they went over with this lidar, this new type of radar where they can read into the soils and how they found these populaces yeah. of millions and these cities all interlinked with highways and roads. I walked these roads for seven days, these highways, Jeff. And you're going to tell me that Joseph Smith knew those were there when the Book of Mormon was written and talked about the highways that connect these cities together? I'm sorry. You know, I got a bridge to sell you if you can think that he knew with his ignorant state. And I'm saying ignorance because he was not educated in the world, right? He became educated. He learned as as revelation started coming to him. He sought out his own studies. And therefore, he was able to, to go with that, right? Back to this. In Bonham Park, the paintings are still on the wall, the original paintings. Now, I was able in Elementor to climb into to, to old temples and old tombs that I could wiggle myself into and sure I was going to get my body out of it and to get in there and see the paintings on the wall still, right? These huge spires sitting there. Obviously, the tombs have been raided, so all the body and the treasuries, maybe a few bones left there, but you can see the paintings. The original paintings are there. From we're going back, you know, some of these, a lot of these, when you're seeing the element of door, you're going back maybe 600 years, 800 years, right? But you're still going to go back to the end of Book of Mormon times. And I don't care if you get up top, you're not going to see it's down below. But point being, you begin to see that the story Mel Gibson was telling was a true story. Yeah. And it's interesting because that's the same story that we can read about in the Book of Mormon between the Lamanites and the Nephites, right? And mm-hmm. you, if more of the emphasis was on the Maya culture. And this is Maya. Now, I want to just share something. In Bonham Packet, shows where their slaves are painted blue. Why? And I won't go into all that stuff right now. They march him up to the temple, right? The temples are higher, closer to God. And you'll find that's pretty much going to be repeated throughout history. 
that they felt the higher we got, the closer we were to Father. And it's interesting because you can go back to Moses being called to the high mountains, Nephi, etc. right? These high places. Now, they bring these people up, and they have a choice. They have a choice to deny Christ and deny the doctrine or die. Now, understand something. You're standing in line. You got this big, ugly knife. You got these people with blood all over them. They're painted weird. I don't know if you've ever been down to 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 Mexico in the in the um, the Caribbean area, and they have it at, at, at Chichen Itza, for example. No, not Chichen Itza, but um, Ishkaret. Ishkaret's like a water park ruin turned into a water park. Mm-hmm. And they have a show where they do the history, right? And they'll take. But when you walk into the show, they're all dressed in their old attire, and it's right out of Book of Mormon. If I had to like. If I had to dress them and paint them, it's exactly they're they're and they're not using the Book of Mormon. They're using what their ancestors and what their history taught them, right? Mm-hmm. Here it is. So you have these people that just look fierce and ferocious, and they do they look really intimidating. Even today, when you go stand and take a picture of them, it's kind of like the kids go, oh, they're kind of like, you know. But here's the point: you got these people that look this way. You're standing in line, and you have the option now to deny Christ and live. You just assimilate in with uh, the Lamanites or die. And you got this big knife that's going to come down. It's going to open up your chest cavity where they pull your heart out. Now, it's been shown that the people have around 60 seconds of consciousness. Can they can still recognize and see their heart before the blood finally flows, losing their brain and they and they die. Right. Mm-hmm. So they can see that. How what an impact that would have on somebody who's standing behind that person and thinking, wow, do I want to go through that right now? Or can I just deny Christ and repent later? Right. Mm -hmm. And I think we're at that same point right now. We're kind of denying the Christ because we're, we're afraid of the knife. We're afraid of that pain that we're going to have to go through to deal with the reality of what's taking place today. But if we don't do that and we deny Christ, Oh, you live physically, but you die spiritually. And the whole idea of this podcast is for us to be able to grab on to our differing opinions, our differing ideas. And, and we're not just talking opinions that just come out, come out of our earlobes, right? My dad just say, you know, opinions are like, like butts. Everybody has one, right? And mm-hmm. that's true. And, and so, but I, what, I like to, what I like to follow up on is, is not just our opinions, but the opinions that come with empirical data, you know, research and study that edifies us. And that's what we need to get back to. So we're not afraid of the knife, Jeff. People live in too much fear and we can all overcome that fear if we just understand what's going on. There's a lot of hope out there. You know, right, if just we read the revelations, we know what's happening. We know what's going to take place. Being bold, bold, courageous conviction. You know, yeah. Standing up and being able to, you know, die for Christ. Yeah. And no matter what. And that, and, and that, and that Symbolically takes a lot or physically. Yeah. I think that's where we're at. Give the closing comments, bud. No, this has been a great podcast. I I, I think that those closing comments, uh, you 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 pretty much summed things up. You know, I pictured myself, you know, being able to to stand up for Christ, you know, and and being at the top of those stairs, and knowing that you know, um, no matter what. Uh, acknowledging Christ in my life has been the best thing that I've I've done, and uh, not having Christ.
my life was not a good period of my life. You know, you can re you can relate to that. And no matter what, um, that's what it's all about. You know, having courage and conviction. Well, I'm going to say amen to that. And, 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 and thank you again, Jeff, for, for having this great conversation next Saturday. We'll get together and do the same thing. You got it. You got a theme you want to go on next Saturday. I got a lot of stuff in my head. This was kind of what I want to do today. So I'll let you think about this next week. If you got something you want to tell, tell our people now, or you're thinking about talking about next week and what our podcast and episodes will be the following week. You had some things you kind of threw back at me. You were kind of talking about that. We could talk about this and, does anything come to mind right now of those of those topics? Or you want to give us more prayerful thought? I'll give it some thought there. I think it's important to pray about it, and I think uh, we'll come up with something. You know? Yeah, you know, and that's kind of what we do here. Is is there's so much out there that we don't have an agenda. We mm -hmm. just the idea is that we have all this empirical data, right? We have all these studies, and Jeff and I both to come back where we are, just just to make a change and just say, hey, you know, we're going to do that. We did our research, and and unfortunately, you know, I guess. Jeff, at least fortunate enough to where he's back where he's at, but Jeff knows the anti-literature of, of the church. Uh, I would say inside and out more so than I do, because I've just always made that point, taking Brigham's stance that what I know, I know, and I don't need to confuse it any more than it's already confused, right? Yeah. However, I'm not closed-minded either to where I haven't heard certain things, but as soon as I hear and I see where it's going, I'm able to see where the agenda is there. And I think, okay, that's enough. I, 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 this is not going to take me, edify me at all. And I make that choice that that's enough. I don't want to hear it anymore. Right. Yeah. You had a different agenda. You were just kind of like not wanting to come back at all, making sure you didn't come back. And so you did that research, but that's helpful now, Jeff. And I'm not recommending people go out and do that because not many people can come back like Jeff did. You know, that's it's just when you get that indoctrinated, it's much easier to stay angry and to live that way. Even though it's a miserable life, it is an easier life. Yeah. Sadly. Yeah. No, I, you know, anti-Mormon stuff, it's, it's out there. It's out there in full force more than, more so than ever. And, um, you know, really what led me back to the church is uncovering the fact that, um, there's just a lot of untruth that are out there that, that are very, um, at first it wasn't so obvious, but eventually I started realizing a trend and, and, um, you know, I, I've certainly enjoyed other people that have kind of dug into that as well. Uh, and we can talk about that later, but, uh, that were not foes of the church that were able to, to do like I did and go in and read and, and actually come out of it with a testimony. Again, it's not recommended to go out and do that. Um, no, because very few come back with a testimony. Mm -hmm. and, you know, and here's the thing, too. And I've, I've said this, you know, we talk about di dialogue. Well, okay. My whole falling away from the church was I also embraced the dialogue, right? Yeah. And I embraced the LGB LGBT, I think it was at the time, or LGBT, I don't know what it was, that dialogue. And I jumped into it. When I left the church, man, I just associated myself with this group of people, right? Because I thought this was right. what a good person did, and I was being caring. And yet I really got to learn a lot about that whole community that I thought, wait a minute, this isn't good for society. You know, yeah. this is not going to be, this is going to be very divisive for society. And I'm all about agency and people can make their choices. And I know that we're all God's children. He loves all of us. But just like with my child, who's more on the rebellious side of how what's proper, 
right? In other words, a road that he can go down. Because you can argue that too. What's proper or not proper can be pretty subjective today, right? If we don't have the scriptures, we don't have the spirit with us, we won't know what's proper. Yeah. We'll get thrown over the place. If we don't do some research on what's proven in history to work and not work, we won't know what's proper. And how are we going to go to the vote at the at the voting table here this year where we're talking about having probably one of the most controversial elections, if we even have an election, I mean, a real election, right? And that's even being, being spread out right now, too, is will there actually be an election? Will the populace actually be satisfied with the election? If the right wins, conservatives win, the left is going to say they stole the election, right? Yeah. If the left wins, then, then right now we know they stole the election because right now, the way the polls are sitting that there's no way that they would, that the polls are correct, that is, right? You can't always believe in polls either because it could be a strong emphasis. There's always agendas behind things. And so, you know, where do you find this truth? Well, the bottom line is we have a responsibility as Christians, as Latter-day Saints, to get out and vote. Educated votes, that's constitutional. Our founding fathers always expected us to make educated votes, not votes based on emotion, right? Yeah. If we don't edify each other, at church. And that's that's pretty much our social networking, really, is our church people. We don't know most members don't normally normally associate a lot outside of church members. So if we're not going to talk about these things, then how are we supposed to edify ourselves? I understand the controversies, but we need to get to a point of maturity. We need to get back on the continuum that we're mature enough and responsible enough for our own personal emotions. But when you're so divided right now, Jeff. It's going to be a tough one. And that's what we're going to keep talking about here on, on Courageous Conviction is the fact of, hey, how, how do we, first of all, how do we turn back to Christ? How do we maintain that? How do we overcome the fears? And not just overcoming the fears, but how do we see the actual, the positive, the light going down the road? I know I people tell me, why are you so negative? I'm not negative. I am a realist. I weigh it out. Here's my attitude. I look at everything and I look at the worst case scenario that could take place. And I prepare for that and I work my butt off so that doesn't happen. Does that make sense? But if it does happen, I'm ready for it. Yeah. And that's where I'm trying to be. Well, I hope we're at with this podcast. With that said, we'll see everybody next Saturday on Courageous Conviction. Till then. Till then. I thank you for being with us on Courageous Conviction. Remember, there's five episodes. Each week that we put out, we have to go down a lot of rabbit holes. So stay with us. Hit the thumbs up. Subscribe. And don't miss tomorrow's episode on Courageous Conviction.